Welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this week we're on episode 18, Grace Replaced. <gasps> Shocker! Tessie, I'm sorry, but we are replacing you on the podcast. Oh, you are no. only recording the intro. Bessie will be replacing you for the duration of this episode. I actually had a roommate in college whose name was Bess. Ugh. And then there was another girl on our floor named Jess. So there was a Bess, a Tess, and a Jess. And it was, that sounds like a sitcom. There were too many of us. Why didn't you write that sitcom? Because I was a little busy living in London. Anyways, uh, this episode, we're getting kind of into the home stretch now. There's only another four episodes after this, and um, the fourth one's the finale. Yeah, so we're getting to the end of the season, guys. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, thanks so much. And, and we, for commenting and yeah. posting. And, and we actually just got the season two box set, so we're getting excited. We're ramping up for the next season, so. We'll take a picture of it and share it on Instagram. Because Let's as we all know, you've never seen what a DVD box set looks like. We don't have an official Instagram. We should maybe get one. Oh, yeah, you're right. We don't have an Instagram. Well, we'll just put it on Twitter then. Guys, comment if you want us to have an official Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here's the summary for this episode. When Grace's demanding career forces her to work overtime, Will seeks solace in the company of a new neighbor, Molly Shannon, a recent divorcee who matches Grace quirk for quirk. Okay, so I think we need to just uh, address the elephant in the room, which is that why is Grace working so much? Grace, like, has work. It's really weird. I mean, to be fair, it seems like Grace kind of has work because she's not doing great work, so she's not able to, like, push it through the system. Yeah, but she's very busy. But people want her to design things for them. Which is surprising because I think this is among the first times we've actually seen her design with a purpose. Right. Also, I think in this episode it was very unclear, like, what position Grace has in the interior design framework. Like, yes. it kind of seems like she was sort of making stuff. And ordering chairs and stuff, but then she was also complaining about, like, they didn't like carpeting. And... Like, I'm pretty sure you can outsource some of that. Any interior designers out there listening to this podcast are getting increasingly angry when we insult your profession. Will you please explain to us how it works? Yeah. Because, like, we don't get it. Yeah. I'm optimistic that Grace has, like, like, the TV doctor version of being a doctor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how TV mm-hmm. doctors do things that real doctors never do. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking that she just has, like, generic interior design responsibilities, and a regular interior designer would be like, yeah, no, I just, I just call Mala, and they just, they ship it right over. <laughs> but, um, I mean, otherwise the episode was pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think it was, it was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Shannon was there, which I liked, even though- I love Molly Shannon. She, yeah, it was, it was really nice to see her, just, cause, uh, she, she does come back. Spoiler. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so her character does return. Okay. In a later season. I think it might be season two that she's definitely mm-hmm. back. She might come back a couple times, but- That would make sense, cause Molly Shannon kind of, like, had that, like, hot career moment. Yeah. And then kind of went away, which is sad, but, like, mm-hmm. also has been kind of coming back a little bit. I really like her. I remember as a kid, I was super obsessed with her movie Superstar. Like, mm. my sister and I still quote that to each other sometimes. <laughs> like, there's this bit in it, which it has nothing to do with Molly Shannon, but, like, a priest is, like, eating some toast, and he's like, not to point the finger of blame, but <sighs> as he bites into this, like, super burnt piece of toast, he's like, <laughs> who broke the good toaster? <laughs> like, and it's like, it, it's such a non sequitur. It has nothing to do with anything, but my sister and I do it all the time, like, especially if we're eating toast. That's it. I didn't know if I really loved her... The tone of her character in the show. Her character confused me because Molly Shannon's just known for, like, these very physical comedy, like, kooky as shit roles. Right. And, like, they, it kind of felt like they watered her down for this role. Yeah, because we were introduced to her really briefly. Like, she meets Will in the elevator. Um, Like, like I said, she's a divorcee. She just moved into the building. Mm-hmm. And he's whistling uh, Petula Clark's Downtown, which Tessie was weirdly unaware of because no, she's no, a monster. I, I was aware of it. I knew what it 
it was. I didn't know what it was when Jack was singing it because he was very off key. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Because I was like, why is he singing? Because I was really traumatized by you. No, not but then knowing when Will song. was singing, I was like, oh, he was like downtown. Like I knew, okay. I was, I was with you. But anyway, so they're both singing the song in the elevator, and it's very cute, and it's, it's a great meet cute, except you know, Will's gay. Yeah. But he um, made yet another elevator love connection with a woman. Like he's really good at those. Yeah. I never make any elevator love connections. You gotta work on that. I just need to take more elevators. In. There is one in the building at my work, but I almost died in it the other day, so now I'm a little. I was to say, what am I talking about? I take an elevator at work every day now. Okay, well, I'm sorry that you forgot that. Matthew's a new job. Yep. <laughs> I guess I could probably make a love connection in the elevator. Ooh, don't do it with your ex-boyfriend though. <laughs> I don't know. I think at the end of the episode, which we'll get to, she definitely does get a little bit more closer to that physical comedy style. Yeah, yeah. But at that point, it doesn't fit with the rest of the episode. Right. And, like, I feel like when she comes back, they do do a better job. Do you do? <laughs> sorry. They do <laughs> wow, a... mature. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's not morning, but it feels like morning for me. Um, but, so they get a little better about it, okay. where they kind of have her be a little bit more two-faced. And so, like, in front of Will, she's just quirky and fun, and in front of Grace, she's just, like, nuts. Right, because that's the thing is that she's objectively nuts the whole time. It's just that Will wants that. Yeah. Because Grace is really busy. He doesn't have his Grace. And he gets this, like, replacement Grace, who's really more like Karen. Yeah. Which she, is the other problem I had with her characterization. Yeah, it was like she's as quirky as Grace, but not in a very Grace way. Yeah. It's like which Karen, is, if Karen liked Will. Yeah, it was like if Karen maybe drank a little less and, uh, <laughs> I don't know, went off her meds or something. <laughs> like, But, so, I think the, the, the crux of it is just that Will is lonely and he made a connection with someone and then, like, they become friends, but... I also took a little bit of an issue with the fact that the episode kind of treats Will like he's totally in the right, mm-hmm. which I didn't like so much. Like, I understand that Grace is maybe being a little bit out there with her amount of jealousy and, like, calling the house and being like, oh, there's another woman there. We already did the cheating plotline last Right, episode. like, we literally did that last episode, you guys, so it's not as good. But I didn't like Will's, like, well, Grace, you're busy, so, like, obviously I had to get a new best friend. Yeah, like, that's a really weird way of phrasing that. Yeah, I mean, I understand that it, it's totally normal for him to, like, hang out with other people because she's busy that's fine but I think things like you know inviting her to play pyramid with their friends Uh, and doing all of the like things that Will and Grace specifically do together that I didn't like right I felt like that was kind of just not very nice yeah and unfortunately there's not much more that we can say about that because unfortunately that doesn't really get addressed Mm -mm. in the episode like it's just kind of played off for laughs, and Will just, you know, Will tries to break up the fight, you know. Mm-hmm. Will, you know, is like, oh, well, straight women, or women, you know. Oh, right? straights do it. Right. That's funny, but also it's kind of concerning. Right. Like, and also, like, the thing with, like, Molly Shannon's character showing up to take care of him when he's sick, like... Yeah, that's way over the line. That was way over the line. Like, I... I if thought, you ever did that to me, I would be so mad. If, like, I ditched you and then left some random to take were, care of you, or... If you were, no, if you were secretly sick and uh-huh. called someone else to, like, take oh, care no. of you during the day. Well, first of all, I don't get sick. So. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake, listeners. Tessie's never gotten sick. I don't believe in illness. <laughs> you sound like a goddamn anti-vaxxer when you say that. <laughs> no, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have been vaccinated, which is why I don't get sick. I want to strangle you so much right now. <laughs> Matthew gets mad at me because I have a tendency to just work through colds and stuff where when he gets sick, he like is down for the count for like days at a time. And I'm I am like, not. I have a normal human response are. to being sick. He's just like, I have a cold, so I'm just going to lay around for four weeks. That's what you do when you have a cold for four weeks Ugh. and I'm just like okay well I'm gonna go out drinking that's fine <laughs> but anyway so yeah. yeah I just I feel like the episode didn't do a good job of addressing the fact that, like Will's kind of in the wrong here too right like it's like, totally legit for him to be lonely and miss Grace and hang out with this other person that's 
fine. Right. But maybe he should have been a little bit more cognizant and a little bit yeah. more sensitive to like how Grace was feeling with him doing all of like the Will and Grace stuff with this other person. Right. Because I know for you and I, like we have friend jealousy moments, and when mm-hmm. that happens, like we expect the friend who made the other friend jealous to take responsibility for that action. Right. Or at least acknowledge that, like, hey, that made me feel sad. Could we talk about that in the future? Right. And then the other person should, like, apologize for doing it and not right. thinking about it. Like, it's a two-way thing. Right. Which it's... usually Will and Grace is better at. Yeah. So, like, I feel like this episode just kind of, like, wasn't a good one to demonstrate their, like, close relationship because they were both right. not acknowledging really how the other person was feeling. And right. I that's not really normally their case. They're normally pretty good on that. So, yeah. so let's talk about some times that we've been jealous and our own friendships, speaking of what you just said. Okay. So I think one of the my favorite memories of Matthew's weird jealousy was just, it was actually mostly just funny and it wasn't really a big deal. But so two years ago on New Year's Eve, we were at a gay bar here in Milwaukee called La Cage. Mm-hmm. And it's like a dance bar. And it was right after midnight and we uh, it was a big group of us. Um, we were all dancing and right. we were having a good time. And I was dancing with my friend Elizabeth. Uh-huh. We were like, you know, just like having a good time. And Matthew literally summoned the Nick Jonas song Jealous with his mind. Because <laughs> like four seconds after he like literally like physically grabbed me away from Elizabeth to dance with him because he was <laughs> jealous. I was jealous. That song came on. And like literally like what I had said like before that song came on was like, okay, Nick Jonas, like chill out. And then it was like. <laughs> and then like my mind snapped. <laughs> literally started playing there was like a weird tornado that happened <laughs> yeah so Matthew doesn't get super jealous all the time but no. every once in a while he does and he it's normally when I didn't he's... get jealous that's how you were making out with your then girlfriend against the wall yeah that you I made barely me... politely let you keep making out with her I very specifically told you not to do that <laughs> I was drunk and I'm like I know I'm gonna do something inappropriate like drag me away from her we're in public and you were like but you guys just seemed like you were having a good time it was in like, the dark Okay, but you clearly, like, saw us, and, like... Well, you weren't the only couple making out. But we were at a gay bar. Like, that's pretty right. common. Anyways. <sighs> Anyways. You should talk, because you get jealous anytime I hang out with any friend from school. Well, it's not so much that when you hang out with any friend from school. It's just a few of your friends from college. You take on a different personality around them, and that personality isn't so in love with me, and I don't like that. I don't think that's true. I think it's super true. You become... Like, a little bit straighter, a little bit more, I'm the editor. How dare you? Oh, I'm the editor-in-chief of the school newspaper, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was the editor-in-chief of the school newspaper. Yeah, but you're not anymore. Well, I could be. It would really turn around the paper. Okay. Shut up. You need to stop having opinions about that. It's been, like, five years. No. So, like, it's not so much that I'm, like, jealous. It's just, like, your friends, like, don't know me and... They don't, like, interact with me well. Like, you have some friends from school, like Sarah, who are super awesome, Mm -hmm. and, like, they make me feel included, and they don't leave me out, and they, like, talk to me and ask me about what's going on with my life, and, like, some of your other friends from school do not do that. I think you had bad experiences with friends that I had very early on in school who knew you as my ex-girlfriend. Well, that's... Whose fault is that? Yours! It's not my fault! You broke up with me! Fair, okay, right. It's my fault. I can't really stand on that very long. Mm -mm -mm. No. It's like a very wobbly stool. (laughs) It's like a two-legged stool. Just like... Ew, stools. Anyway. Like poop. Let's not talk about poop and start talking about Will and Grace. Um, I think there are some specific things in this episode that do work. I mean, the pyramid thing is overstepping on Will's part, but it is very effective. It is. It's super duper effective. It's one of the few times that Molly Shannon is really acting like Grace. Yes. Versus acting like Karen or like Bizarro Grace. Right. Like, like that's the thing. It's like, I maybe would have felt... The episode worked a little better if she was just so obviously acting like Grace. But, like, I mean, like, I understand for, like, 
Molly Shannon's purpose is like having her come in just to imitate Deborah Messing probably wouldn't be a fun acting right. Gig. So it's I, hard for me to imagine her imitating Deborah Messing too because it's it's a very different personality type. Yes, but yeah. So I think that that the pyramid game where like her and Will are just as on as Will and Grace, mm-hmm. and like to Grace, the second to the second, and like Grace comes home in the middle of it and she's like, yeah, well, I mean, you guys will never beat our record of like what was it like two minutes and thirteen seconds or fourteen yeah, seconds it's, it's or something like that. And, like, they exactly tie it. And, like, I think that's when you just kind of, like, watch, like, Grace's brain, like, break in half. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, but, 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 no, it's my will. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I just, I feel like this episode, it was funny. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a good thing. To, it was, like, a fun episode because, like, you don't really see too often, like, shows addressing, like, friendship jealousies. Yeah, like, A lot of true. times it's, like, romantic jealousy. And granted, the show kind of framed it a lot in, like, a romantic context sometimes, right, which right, was right. annoying, but right. whatever. But within the scope of the show this season. Right. Like, I mean, it totally made sense for, like, Karen to be, like, telling Grace, like, you gotta go back and get your man. Like, right. But also... She's trying to say your husband. Like, your sexless lover. <laughs> I think she, like, literally does call them, like, platonic life partners or... Not romantic platonic life partner. I think yeah, li- yeah. Which I liked because that is sometimes how I try to describe you because I'm like, well, a friend doesn't really cover it. I like sexless lover better. Yeah. Just Do you want to be my sexist lover? Lover. My sexless lover. lover. I can see you resisting, but I know you hate the word lover. I hate the word lover. lover. Like, okay. Lover. This is... Lover. <laughs> Stop it. Lover. Like, literally, I struggle with, like, 80s-based, like, <laughs> gay comedies because a lot, that was, like, the, that was what you referred to as your partner then is, like, your lover. And, like, I just, like, my eye twitches and I'm just like, mm. I hate it, I hate it, <laughs> I hate that word so much, I don't even know why. So I guess anyone out there with a lover, I, oh, no, now I made, that made me think of lava. No, that, come back, don't The start short crying. before Inside Out and I cried because the volcano just wanted someone to lava. <laughs> Found someone to lava. It's okay. Don't touch me. It's very warm in here. (laughs) (laughs) I think the slapstick elements of it really do get a little bit of payoff in the end, though, because they have, like, this knockdown, drag-out, tear-away clothes fight. Like, literal tear-away clothes. Oh, my God. Which doesn't fit the show, to be clear. Yeah, that was... It was weird. It was funny. It was funny as shit, but it, like, it was weird. Right. But, like, I think it also kind of, like, shows... Like, it was a good way to demonstrate just how, like, out of control Grace has become with her jealousy. Yeah. That she's just, like, literally, like, fighting over fucking split pea soup. Yeah. Which, by the way, who makes split pea when someone's sick? It's chicken noodle. For fuck's sake, it's always chicken noodle. That was evidence of how crazy she was. Like, clear broths, you guys. Clear broths. Yeah. Also, like, if they're in danger of throwing up, you do not want to have them throwing up split pea soup. Oh, God, no. That's like a nightmare. That's like literally what they use to simulate throw up sometimes. If like, I saw you throw up split pea soup, we could not be friends anymore. I would never be able to get that image out of my head. I mean, as someone who has been present while you threw up into a bag that formerly held nachos, I don't think you get to talk. <laughs> this isn't a friendship jealousy moment, but we are going to talk about the Halloween where Matthew got white girl no, wasted all of a sudden. No, let's just leave it at that. Um, let's make our viewers wait for it. No. Wait for it. No. Do I look like Aaron Burr to you? No. And I'm realizing as I'm saying this, I might have already told this story on this podcast, but that's okay. White girl wasted. It's so warm in here. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, we're, we're talking about the split pea soup. 
and they're fighting. So, like, then um, they, like, lit, they spill the soup on Will's crotch, which is really nice of them. Right. As you do. And Will gets up to go change. And then they, like, literally start tearing each other's clothes off. Which is weird. But also kind of works, but also is weird. Like, it would, I think, like, that that was maybe one of the few moments where, like, Molly Shannon's craziness was allowed to, like, right. just shine through. And I think it would have worked better if we'd had more elements of her craziness throughout the episode. Right. Like, I feel like if there'd been, like, more hints of it, if she'd, like, you know, gone, like, just nutso and, like, threatening. There was never a sense earlier in the episode that Molly Shannon was going to rip someone's clothes. Right. Like, I, I feel like it would have worked better if, like, the few other times she interacts with Grace, she pulled Grace aside and, like, said something really, like, bizarre or threatening. Right. And, like, gone a little all about Eve but, about uh, it. Until but then, she was super, like... She was just challenged. She was intense, just like, but benign. Right, exactly. She was just like, oh, I'm so sad that you can't join us for lunch or mm-hmm. this movie or, right. oh, we were playing Pyramid. I'm so excited. I don't have any friends. And like, that all seemed very benign. And so like, it was a weird switch. Mm-hmm. But also like, I saw it coming because I've seen Molly Shannon and Will and Grace before and she's fucking cuckoo crazy pants. <laughs> like, she is cuckoo bananas. Like, yeah. I do like this trend that we had in the last couple episodes of the season where Will and Grace make friends in their building and then through their own machinations, ruin that friendship. Yes. Like, they must have a reputation in the building by the end of the season. Like, like no one talked uh, to no these No one people. talked to these crazy people. Just like... You think they're married, but it's a girl and a gay, and they are just crazy. They're fucking nuts. Don't That's, talk to like them. The, it's like the what we have with our downstairs neighbors. I think they like us. They lent us their <laughs> air conditioner. I mean, no, they absolutely like us. They're very nice people. They're super nice. And I like them a lot. <laughs> and they have a cute kid. Yeah. Mm. And they have a cute cat. Yeah. She doesn't look very cute right now. She is so mad at us because it's super warm in our apartment. And like I said, our neighbors lent us their air conditioner. But when they lent us the air conditioner, we like rearranged some of the furniture to like make it work. And she's so mad about it. She's so mad about it. But yeah, so. I guess that's essentially all I'll say about the episode. Because it yeah. has just kind of this weird resolution where they just Well, yeah, that's the thing. Fighting. I kind of wanted to talk about that. So like they literally get into a WWE style smackdown. They rip each other's clothes off. Right. And then like they have a brief moment of like, oh, I'm jealous. Oh, I didn't want to make you jealous. I'm just sad because I'm divorced. I don't have any friends. And then like. They, like, skip off to Grace's room to lend Molly Shannon a shirt, and that's it? It was weird. Like, I feel like it would have worked better if they'd, like, set up, like, a frenemies thing where, like, Grace was pretending to be nice literally only for the sake of Will or something. But it just, the the resolution didn't work, and, like, it didn't even have a good payoff with, like, Will standing there being, like, I don't know why straight guys put up with this. Like That wasn't even a very funny way to phrase that. No, like, it it was just a weird ending. Yeah. Of, like, a pretty funny episode. Like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching Grace spin out with her jealousy. I enjoyed watching Karen goad her. That was funny, yeah. That was pretty funny. But just, yeah, the, the resolution was kind of just... Yeah. It's like, the whole season, like, in the latter half, we've gotten better characterizations, but the consistency of episode plot isn't quite there yet. Right, and you kind of wanted to talk about this a little. We mentioned it off mic about talking about how they're finally figuring out what to do with Karen, but they haven't figured out what yes. to do with Jack. Yeah, so, like, to just introduce, like, what Karen and Jack are doing... Karen kind of gets to be part of the A plot and the B plot. Yes, which so I she's, guess kind of works just like based on her physical positioning throughout the episode. Yes. So she's commenting on the Grace and I don't know what Molly Shannon's character's name is. Oh, fuck. What is her name? Doing, Val. Which is Val. Yes, it is Val. <laughs> she's also a little involved in the thing Jack is doing, which is community service. Yes. So um, Jack is serving community service because he, uh, quote, ja ja to meter me. Yes. <laughs> bitch slapped a meter maid right in the face do they actually explain why he bitch slapped a meter maid or like because he doesn't have like, i don't remember it just he I doesn't have a car like it's i a, just bought it i i mean i buy it i'm not beyond buying it i just like i don't think jack has a car so but yeah 
And then, like, he's just in the rest of the episode in, like, a prison jumpsuit because apparently he's allowed to just leave community service, which oh, apparently no, he's doing 24-7. No, like, normally when you do community service, at least my experience from watching it on television, like, you do have to wear the jumpsuit, but it's literally like a safety measure. Like, they have to be able to see you. Right. Which is why it's, like, bright orange. And then you just kind of do it like a day job. Like, you have to show up for, like, so many right. hours a day. Right. And... Just the way they were presenting it, he made it sound like, I have to do 48 hours of community service. Like... He was on call for community service. Right. For but like hours. I think he also says like he has to do it for two weeks or something. Maybe that was it. Which doesn't make sense because if it's only forty eight hours, shouldn't it be like a week and a day? If he was doing eight hour days. Whatever. Anyways, I just really enjoyed when he showed up in the orange jumpsuit that Will was like, Oh, I thought Tinky Winky was the only gay Teletubby. <laughs> but it's just it's frustrating because Karen gets worked into the A plot very well. Yes. And Jack is just Jack just doesn't really work so much in this episode. Like, there's that bit where he's in Will's office and yeah. Will's on the phone with Grace. Jack is, like, literally climbing over Will's desk, like, saying ridiculous things. Like, is Karen on the phone? Tell Karen I love her. Tell Karen I want right? a French kiss her the next time I see her. Like, what? What? Like, I understand Did that... Does prison make you straight? Like, I understand that Jack is kooky and I understand that he's in love with Karen in a non-sexual way. Right. But, like, just something about the way he was acting that out just felt funky yeah. to me. Like, just weird. Well, and I think this is, like, the third, at least the third episode in a row, mm-hmm. where Jack has had a relatively minor plot point in mm-hmm. the episode, and it hasn't really worked. Yeah. Because, like, looking back at the last couple episodes, in Secrets and Lays, he goes to the gay bar, and all of his gay bar scenes get cut out. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what he does in Yours, Mine, or Ours with the... Oh, he's the one who, he has the, um, he knows how to solve the, is he gay problem. Yeah. But then he has and, the television. Like, okay, you're right. That one did work. But, like, it wasn't... It wasn't a very big plot, yeah. Right. So it just, it kind of feels like at this point the writers have figured out Karen. They know that she is the instigator. They know that she likes to pull the puppet strings and fuck with everyone and do it while she's really drunk at work. But like, Jack is just, I don't know. Jack is just like the actual gay in Will and Grace right now. Right, he's just like being his normal gay self and like it's not really plot relevant or something. I don't know. But, I don't know whether I like that or I don't like that. Right, and then there's that weird thing at the end where, like, him and Karen, like, find out that he picked up, like, like, what's, like, fucking Woody Allen's daughter-wife yes. phone bill. And, yeah, what is that? And then they, like, make prank phone calls to her or something. Like, it's literally just filling time in the episode. Like, I just, like, I mean, like, that was, like, a funny joke, but, like, it wasn't necessary. Like, it would have been more fun, in my opinion, because we, we've we seen that, like, Jack likes to get involved when Karen gets involved in fucking with Will and Grace. Yes. It would have been more fun, in my opinion, if, like, when he came to, like, Grace's office, if... She'd just been like, ooh, yeah, I told Grace to go get her man, and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, just sat there and giggled about it or something. I don't know. I'm hoping for more in the future. Well, Um, that's the thing is, like, at near the end of this season, Jack gets a thing that happens that is, it carries through the next season. Okay. Because it's important. Okay. And it is interesting. Okay. So. So it is coming. It is coming. And I feel like that is kind of like, in my memory, that's sort of where they start to sort of figure out a little bit more what to do with Jack. Okay. Don't hold me to that, though. Okay. I just feel like he has I will. To. I'm going to hold you to it. All right. Um, well, I think that's all we have for this episode. Thanks yeah. for listening to us, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Um, let's talk about social media. Yeah. Okay. Where can they find us on the interwebs? We exist on the interwebs at many places, including our Twitter page, at NotACoupleShow, our Tumblr page, NotACouplePodcast.tumblr.com, our Gmail account, which is NotACouplePodcast at gmail.com, and you can also find us on Mixcloud, etc. Yay! Hooray! 
And uh, yeah, we've also noticed we've gotten a lot of comments and stuff from more people. So yay, we're glad that you're doing that. Um, Thanks for doing that, guys. We got a really nice message uh, the other day that I posted on our Tumblr, so go read it. But if you haven't read it yet, um, the person's uh, Tumblr name is idiot-ravenclaw. So thank you so much for sending a nice message. Um, they said uh, throughout many, many wonderful comments that they sent us that they're ecstatic that they found our podcast. They don't know what inspired us to do it, but it's a literal godsend. Um, they think it's hilarious and they like the idea of doing a classic ish show through a modern social justice warrior type lens. So that's us. That's us. We do that. We do that. So thank you so much for uh, sending us a message. We really appreciate it. We did reblog it so that people can see it and see that other people love us because mm-hmm. we love you and we wanted to show our love. And if you like us, tell your friends. Yes. Um, tell so other strangers on the internet. Even t- tweet about it. Just do the stuff. We love being retweeted. We love being retweeted. Or shared, or I don't know what else you kids are doing these days. We blogged. I don't know why, but I weirdly, when I was on Tumblr, like as a wee youngin, went through this phase of calling rebogging something, rebageling something. I don't know why. That's weird. Don't do that. So Never rebagel. Rebagel us if you like us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening again. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode, and uh, we hope you're there too. Yeah. So uh, thanks again for listening. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this has been Not Not a Couple. couple. Bye-bye. This episode of Not a Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Go to bed, Eliza. It's too hot to be awake. This episode was sponsored by Split Pea Soup, the new cure for the common cold. Yes, it looks disgusting, but pour it right on your crotch for instant relief. And also pain. Split Pea Soup.